So, Fat Man. Sleazy. Uh, should we go to Saudi Arabia? No. No, we don't want to do. How about we go to Japan? No. I'll take it. Let me just fucking talk about it on the wrestling show. Welcome, everyone. This is Sleazy. The saddest Washington Capitals fan in the history of the universe. Chip Willett is with us here tonight. Um, unfortunately, Ryan cannot be with us today, so fuck him completely. Utterly. I, I, I think it's more about going back to rehab again. It's, I don't know what's going on. Um, but we've got a show to preview, a show to review, and a bunch of news and rumors, and some interesting news let's pass it over to fat man who wants so badly to talk crown jewel let's, <laughs> let's preview it uh it happens in a few hours if you're listening on saturday um in Riyadh, saudi arabia there's eight matches they must have added they added the women's tag team championship match which is a less of Bliss and Asuka, if you don't didn't watch the product, won the tag team titles on Raw. They're going to face damage control. How do we feel about this? Booking. It's a 50 50 booking. Asuka and Alexa retain. I mean, having a five day reign just doesn't seem like it's a good idea. So I think I was shocked that they actually got it last night. That that I mean, I would have thought the payoff would have been at Riyadh. Not at Raw, even though it was a big Raw. It was in Dallas. It was a go-home show. But if it's a go-home show to me, that's going to be 50-50 booking, which means damage control gets the titles back in Saudi Arabia. Win on TV, lose on pay-per-view. That's... Um, think, think about it this way. You don't really need to sell your pay-per-views anymore because they're on Peacock. So you're they're making money if one person watches it. It doesn't matter. And especially the Saudi show, if technically only one person shows up, it's a sold show. They they've already made their money. They don't have to, they have no expenses. Yeah. Um, it is the definition of a throwaway show. Not a throwaway show. It's a sold show. I don't think this is a throwaway show at all. It is absolutely a throwaway show. In in the fact that you can Logan. do whatever the fuck you want on there, it doesn't really matter because everything that you would need to promote the show to make it more financially successful has already happened. You're kind of making my point for me, but kind of not. Um, okay. <laughs> since the premium live events sell themselves, therefore they're mostly throwaway shows, you want to build up your TV product rather than your Peacock product. <clears throat> so there's going to be more f- emphasis on Raw and SmackDown now more than there has been in the past because... They're the money-making endeavors. Like they, they 
Yeah. They're I mean, the variable money-making endeavor. Yes. So you have to sell your TV shows. You really don't have to sell your pay-per-views, which is really weird when you had to build up TV to sell a pay-per-view. Now it's kind of like you have to build up your TV. Now you have to kind of build up your pay-per-views and work backwards to sell TV. It's Yeah, it's, it's strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alexa Bliss and Oscar retain. I mean, that's, I don't see anything else. I, I wouldn't, I, obviously I would love Asuka and Alexa to hold on to the titles, but I don't see it happening. But, but then again, we are in Triple H's time and 50-50 bookings don't seem to be his thing right now. So who knows? Maybe that man's right. Yeah. Maybe I'm right. Uh, let's stick with the women. Last man standing, last woman standing match for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defends against Bailey. Bailey has to win, right? Like she had to win the ladder match. Bailey has to win, right? Like well, I said, in this case, I think you're right. I think Bailey finally wins. Do they? Did they take the tag titles off of the uh, the rest of the Damage Control just so Bailey could win? I mean, they wouldn't have all the belts in that case. It would be the funny thing is it would be dumb booking if Bailey won, but yeah, it would be the right booking because of I think damage control losing the titles was kind of a bad thing, even though you know how much I love Alexa. Right. I think you needed to have damage control as this the main focus of the women's division on Raw. Do it. So I agree they, though. I, I absolutely agree with you. They I did think- this weird segment that didn't pay off on Raw where like Nikki Cross came back last week and then she had a match with Belair and then she loses of course mm-hmm. and then like she attacks Belair and she attacks Bailey but then they show a backstage segment you don't hear what they're saying but it's damage control with Nikki Cross and they're just talking and then it didn't pay off at the end so that's why I'm kind of wondering if Nikki if Nikki Cross is going to cost Belair the championship. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you because I, I watched the same interview and I was just like, that made no fuck at all. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is that we're we're at the point where we're kind of playing the game of is this actually happening or is it just a background Easter egg or if it's going to be more than that. So I think... Um, are my biggest problem with everything right now is that you've got everyone fighting everyone. I mean, everyone's at a, at war with each other, but at the same breath, you've got this faction that's sitting there being the United front out of all of this. How do you kind of solve the problem of, okay, they're bad people. Who's, who's going to face up? against them Bianca's been beating the shit on them out of them on their own it's been a little bit more 50 50 ish with Alexa and Asuka where does where does Nikki Cross fit in there I think they're doing it for a women's war games um they got to find one other person and I don't know that's where I think they're leaning towards it um, well, in uh, board games, five people or four? 
whatever. It's it's five, but they've done four in the past. Like okay, so. we've we've had this discussion before. Yeah, I I thought we had, but I don't remember what um. the answer. <clears throat> it ended so. with me and Fat Man screaming about how WCW and and WWE are two different products. I think. <laughs> Well, traditional war games is five on five. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Traditional war games also had a fucking roof. So it doesn't matter. That's true. Um, okay. Uh, let's go back to the match. Who everyone thinks Bailey's winning? She has to. Yeah, I mean, it, it would. I just don't see the point of bringing her back the way they did and in the, in the, in the fashion they did if they're not going to have that payoff before Survivor Series. So if you're sitting there having your first ever, and we're going back to the last pay-per-view on this one, Extreme Rules. If you're having your first women's ladder match pay-per-view or on a pay-per-view ever, why not have that title switch hands to Bailey at that point? I don't think it matters. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it would matter because Bailey's kind of been the face of that company for a while. Well, they had the they had the first women's hell in the cell match for the title, and I think Charlotte retained. It, yeah. it does. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's All more right. about the first women doing stuff. So it, it was just something I thought about after the fact. So right, um, it had to be Bailey that got involved in it because she was really the first one of the major players there. You know, of the of the four. The only reason that she was in was because Sasha wasn't there. So. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match. You're not disagreeing with me. The Usos defend against the Brawling Brutes. Usos had to go over. Um, yeah, Usos retain. I say no. And I'm going to say that no because I feel like that Sammy's going to... Um, no. You know what? They're going to win, but they're not going to. The Usos aren't going to win. Jimmy Uso and Sami Zayn are going to win. This is a Saudi show. Sami ain't going there. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. Usos win. Yeah, if if this wasn't in Saudi Arabia, my thought is that Jay gets stretchered or something and Sami steps up and they continue the line and they kind of freebird it to Sami. Because he's kind of oozy enough for it, right? That that was that was where I was going with it. Um, yeah, Usa's <clears throat> um Ron Strowman versus Omas. The greatest Royal Rumble match winner versus some jobber? Yeah, Braun's winning. I don't think so. I think Omas is going. I think Omas should win. I don't think he will win. But I'm, I'll go with Omas. But what, what a what, fucking dick. What if they brought Braun back to put the new talent over? Okay. No. I, 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 Again, I'm not the wrestler. I'm just a wrestling fan. Sorry. Here, here, here's the reason why I don't think they're going to do that. Um, because I think Braun is a legitimate contender to Roman. Omos won't be. At least not for a good year plus. So let Omos beat Braun and let Braun go back to Roman. You lose the credibility of Braun if you do that. Well, that's true. Um, I would say if Braun had already faced Roman, then yeah, put Omos over him. And that's what I think is going to happen is Braun's going to beat Omos first, go on, challenge for the title, lose to Roman, 
and then go back down and then lose to Omas. You're wrong. At least that's you how I be, think it's going to be. So. Say, you may be right about the winner, winner but you're wrong about the booking. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Brock gets his win back. They're saying this is going to go away. did, though. No, he didn't. Went Elimination Chamber. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Unless yeah. he got stretched out. Yeah, but he lost the title. Yeah, but he didn't lose it. He never beat Lashley. So Brock gets his win back. Did we talk about Matt Riddle throwing a sandal with Brock Lesnar last night? <laughs> That's not smart to do as a shoot. <laughs> um, I'd say Lashley gets his win back because it's going to go away to WrestleMania. Lashley gets his win back? Or Lesnar gets his win back. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Lesnar wins LOL. Yeah, it, I mean, it's going it's going all the way to WrestleMania. This is just the beginning of it. It's going to be Randy Orton and Big Show all over again. Or Sheamus. Randy Orton and Sheamus. I see Lashley winning. I really do. Man, you are really on some shit tonight. Maybe so. Maybe I'm just too happy. I don't know. Um, I think that, that real quick. Yeah. Well, he got, got to see his NJ, he got his NJPW fix, so he's like on cloud 89. It's right not now. NJPW fix, it's Asian fix for him. It doesn't matter what promotion, as long as there's Asians in it, he's fine. There well, the, there's going to be Asians in NJ, just saying. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> we'll get to that later. New Jersey <laughs> Pro Wrestling. Oh <laughs> Okay. Please he's wrong again. Steel cage match, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. Drew McIntyre gets his win back. I don't think so. I think Karrion goes over. Okay. Once again, Karrion Leg- should go over. Legit. But I don't know. I get his win back. I, who do you want up against Roman? That's all I can think is that this is like that old uh, bit on. Uh, the Simpsons. If Poochie's not on screen, everybody should be saying, where's Poochie? <laughs> I don't watch The Simpsons. I don't get the reference. I got it. I, I got it. That was wa- um, 20 years ago, so I, why not? I watch real cartoons, you know, like real anime, like Family Guy and Archer. I okay. also watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said real anime just to piss people off. Whatever. Jesus Christ almighty. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm watching uh, Clark Connors and Suzuki. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, I just see Karrion winning. I think I, I want to see Karrion go up against Roman or start a program with him. I do too. Um, the problem is you're running into invincibility right now. I mean, Roman is not dropping that title. Until WrestleMania. So anybody that faces him is immediately going to get destroyed eventually, whether it be legit straight up with Roman or by being having somebody getting involved in the match. Well, do you think Roman punching the Miz last night will have the Miz go after Roman? No. No. As much as I would want to say yes, no. No. I think that for uh Everyone's talking about Logan Paul knocking people out, so he knocked the Miz out. So that's why they did that. Right. 
and to be fair, it's it's. So, I'll 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 talk about it when we talk about the main event. Okay. Slazy's favorite match: trios, the OC versus Judgment Day, with never open weight champion Carl Anderson. <laughs> yep. Which, by the way, I called that he was staying here or staying in Saudi. Well, yeah, it's a bigger payoff. Of course he is. He goes where the money is. Even though Saudi Arabia can pay live all that money, they can still pay WWE and it's going to outweigh the money he makes in Japan. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation. I'll talk about it after after we talk about the actual card, but... Uh, I mean, why bring the OC back if you're not going to put him over? Yeah, they, have, <laughs> they have a Rhea problem, but they also have a Raquel solution. Do they? No, though? it's not Raquel. Is it Charlotte? No, Dakota Kai. No. Wait, what? I'm surprised no one. I thought Sleazy would be the first person to say her name. It slipped my mind when I wrote the article, but then all of a sudden it popped in my head this week. Well, who? Mia Yim. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be cool. Their impact connection. But they've also been together in WWE. Yeah, they have been. So. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Reckoning back. So. Yeah. I would really like to see it, honestly. So I think she debuts and... The OC solves their Rhea problem and they get the win. Do they do the eight on or the four on four at Survivor Series? As yes. No. As as your war games. Not war games. No. You don't think so? No. That's going to be one of those Survivor Series matches. I don't think so. I think that's going to be one of the war games matches. I I do. Well, one's a men's one and one's a women's one. I don't think it's going to be men's. In women's, I think it's they, they've already announced. I know one's going to be a men's, one's going to be a women's. Yeah, and plans change since Crown Jewel. We don't know Crown Jewel has happened yet. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out in a few the hours. Women's one's going to be damage control and somebody versus right. Beller and somebody. The men's one, Bloodline versus somebody. That's what they should do. Not and that's I, I, I was saying one of the originally one of the war games matches would be the bloodline involved, and you all thought I was nuts. I still don't believe that. I think it's going to be Judgment Day versus the OC. It should be bloodline again. Should no, because you're going to have Roman will. going up against Braun Strowman for the title. I don't think Roman's even booked for Survivor Series. He has to be. It's a big four. Does it have to be? Yeah, it's. <laughs> Once again, it's a throwaway show. Uh, doesn't have to be. Anyway, Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. Roman wins LOL. Okay, so I was talking to a friend. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Pull it back here, because this is where I'm going to shove the plug in. Um, so, um, <laughs> <Only> pants. <laughs> hold on, no pants. I'm going to give you a good plug in. Um, so, I was on um, a podcast named Learning with Lowell um, last week. Uh, the show actually drops today if you're watching uh, us live on Twitch. It was back on Tuesday if you haven't seen it. 
Um, uh, we'll also tweet and, and, and send it out the normal things here. Uh, but one of the things about learning with wool is that he's not a professional wrestling fan at all. Okay. He, he does, you know, science stuff, he, he self-help and all the, all that kind of interesting stuff in that respect. He didn't know about professional wrestling, but he knew about this match coming up. And that's exactly the reason why they're doing it. And obviously there is zero chance Logan Paul is going to do anything other than be on his back for a three count. But the fact that they put so many different eyes on this match that wouldn't normally be on this match is a huge, huge pro to everything that they're doing, despite the fact it's in Saudi Arabia. So go listen to the show on learningwithold.com or you can find him on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or whatever. Um, but check, check out the, the episode. We go really deep into professional wrestling. Um, and, and from a non-fans perspective and also from somebody who hasn't worked in the back uh, before. So it, it was a really cool interview. I, I really enjoyed my time there. And of course, we talked a lot about this match too and the slap heard around the world too. Okay, so I was talking to a friend, and he's not a wrestling fan, and he knows about this match. And again, I said, this is why they did it, and you kind of said it for me. You said, despite the fact in Saudi Arabia, they're doing this match in Saudi Arabia to get the publicity with a celebrity in the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. Um and I was also talking to him and I'm like, well, there's some, re-, and he was just logistics. And he's like, well, some wrestlers don't appear on the shows like Kevin Owens. I'm like, well, they, they don't have to because they just don't feel morally or ethically that they should. Um, the people who do, however, I guarantee you it's probably their first or second biggest payday of the year. I want to point out one quick thing. Do you know who one of the, biggest and loudest voices were when Saudi did when they did these shows in Saudi and they said they didn't want to be any part of it. John Cena. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. How much did they get paid? Yeah. They're getting paid a shit. Yeah. It's never anything. Never say never. All right. Um I don't know if you want to break here or you guys want to talk about um we've been on for about a half hour so let's let's take a quick break uh on the other side uh we're going to talk uh, about my live experience at the rumble on 44th street new japan show in new york um and then we're going to go into news and rumors so stick around with us and we'll be back after this welcome back folks uh i i've i've cleaned up after myself um my poor so, wife, you know, she had to deal with um, me being at a New Japan show. Um, so, unfortunately, Fat Man wasn't a part of this. I, I, I would assume that if you were well enough, you would have come down for this, right? Yeah, like again, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm not a, the biggest fan of New Japan, but I watch a little bit every now and then, especially when Chip recommends a match, a match or two. And there's no doubt they have great matches. It's just I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of watching people just chop 
and kick and that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which so, is the match I'm watching right now. <laughs> so, and then everyone's like, oh my God, this is the best match I've ever seen. It's just like, uh, they're not doing anything. It, I will, I will always defend it by saying that it is the best match of that time. You know what I mean? It, it, it was the best match that happened to that venue at that time of day on that specific date at that specific time. Okay. Now that's being a dickhead, but <laughs> no, it, 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 I will, I will concede that if you don't like that type of match, none of those matches are going to mean a goddamn bit of difference. Um, but yeah. Um, so new Japan came over for two shows, actually, not just one. Uh, they had uh, Thursday night. They had this, you know, grab bag pay-per-view basically. Yeah. It was, it was completely random was showing up uh moxley showed up a bunch of other people showed up um for the first time in forever the forever hooligans reunited um unfortunately no alex kozlov on friday night show which alex kozlov did commentary on saturday night on friday night friday night sorry yes he did um but yeah it, it was cool it was it was um the the show you could get as a two-pack on fight uh tv and we actually have some news about that later on too um but uh, let's get right into it. I assume you you didn't you didn't see the pre-show match because they didn't. They didn't have, have so, so the women's tag match from Stardom was the the dark match. Oh, um, which was kind of a surprise, but also interesting. Um, it was uh, uh, Kylie Ray and Tiara James versus uh, Mina Shirakawa and uh, Waka Sukiyama. Here's my thing: is that Kylie Ray kind of a uh persona non grata in a lot of promotions now she's burned a lot of bridges um partially because of probably some legit mental health issues and all that kind of stuff but she never goes about it right so anytime i see her i'm like how long is this gonna last really um but the two of them uh did a great job of showcasing the the stardom uh uh talent here um but kylie ray was kind of weird because she was playing the heel too, which is kind of weird. It was a 12 minute, eight second match. Oh, credit to uh, wrestling Inc who had all the match times for me. And I, I wasn't going to time this live uh, live. It was, it was kind of an interesting match. Uh, Waka was over pretty well. Um, Kylie Ray got some decent heel eat despite it. Um, but yeah, I would give it two stars. Obviously you didn't see it. So that's it. Um, the actual show opens up with the House of Torture, uh, which is show and the Tokyo Pimp, Ujiro Takahashi, without Peter, the biggest heel moment of the entire show. Yeah, sure. Where was she at? They're not going to pay to have her come over here just to wiggle her ass. Uh, they faced Yo and Rocky Romero. Um, this was only seven minutes, 42 seconds. Um, Takahashi pins Rocky Romero. Uh, show gets the uh, wrench and knocks him in the head, um, which is kind of rare for a New Japan match to end like that. Yeah, it's, um, it's in America. That's why. What's that? It's in America. That's why. <laughs> yes and no. Um, I think it was um, a lot of interesting dynamics there because you obviously had Joe and Yo, former. Men mentees yes. of Rocky Romero. Um, tactically, Yo's part of chaos as is Rocky Romero. Um, the opener was really well done. Great crowd reaction live. Um, it was 
I always talk about Rocky Romero being one of those unsung heroes of tag team wrestling. He's so good at it. So fucking good. Um, and honestly, the, the match ending, how it ended, perfect heel heat for the show. Um, really great. You had this big post-match beat down as well. And then the debut. <laughs> uh, how, how bad did you custom that music hit? I walked out. Um, so fat man, how many people would have walked into that match or walked into that venue and I would have walked out? Surprisingly a lot, but there's you want one, me to name. Yeah. Name one. Let's see if you can name it. Leo rush. Ladies and gentlemen, the newest member of new Japan Pro wrestling, Leo rush joined the chaos and saved yo and Rocky Romero. I don't really know if that actually happened. I was going out getting a soda. Uh, so <laughs> Apparently, cut a promo or something. I don't know. He didn't, he didn't cut a promo. Yeah. Uh, um, show stood there in the ring and held his peace sign up, and Leo just hit his hand, and that was it. And then they walked out. Fuck him. But Kozlov gave Romero so much heat for taking the pen. It was great. <laughs> I mean, it was a great match, but I, I think I enjoyed Kozlov's commentary. Because of how much she hated Rocky Mayer, even though he was just tagging with him the night before. Right. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, it was a decent match. Uh, two and three quarters, maybe. Cool. Um, we then had the New Japan Strong Openweight Tag Team match. Oh, God. Then JPW Strong Openweight Tag Team Championship match, a.k.a. the tag t- title belts for Strong. Yes. Um, it was the Motor Shooting Machine Guns versus Aussie Open, who are the champions, and um, two LA Dojo guys, uh, the DKC and Kevin Knight. 1342, um, holy shit, new champions. Shocking. After, um, after what they just did with uh, FTR, I was shocked at that outcome. Right? Um, because the match they put on with FTR was wow. And this this was good. Don't get me wrong; it was a great match. But I mean, and yeah, MCMG went over. Um, but still shocked. <laughs> I, I was watching it the other night. I'm just like, the fuck! <laughs> I didn't that, see it coming. That's actually the feeling of the crowd. The crowd thought the ref fucked up at first. No, it, no, it was clean. I which was shot me as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Saban pinned Kevin Knight. So Ozzy Oman wasn't involved in this decision. So obviously there's going to be a future one-on-one tag match. The match was fucking bonkers. I mean, it just, it, it covered pretty much everything of Motor City Machine Guns. Ozzy Oman made both sets of opponents look great. Motor City Machine Guns made both sets of opponents look great. Um, I, I think, think uh, I gave this four stars. Kevin Knight and DKC are going to, are going to be a team to watch in the future. I would agree. Um, and as well. Yeah. Um, uh, Alex Coughlin came out. Um, saying to be back at tag lead. Um, cool. I, Who's he going to tag with? Don't know. Um, not sure if. Um, then we get to the six man. Um, Shota Umino, uh, Wheeler Yuta, and Homicide versus Team Filthy, which was. Um, uh, Tom Lawler and the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Uh, 1215, Shota pinned uh, Joriel. 
Um, this was fun, but it was more of a throwaway match. The biggest surprise out of all that was how over Wheeler Yuta was. Holy hell, was he over? And, and he threw on a hell of a match. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They were the right up on him. Platform onto the to the apron. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. He was the shining star of the match, but it was obvious that Shota was the one that they really wanted to, to push. He's really their golden boy. He he looks like fucking Tanahashi 10 years younger. Yeah. It's fucking freaky and he works like him too uh so uh i was shocked this uh homicide was on the night before mm-hmm. and that that would that one blew my mind i'm like holy shit homicide um but it wasn't as good as as the other tag match the other six man but i give it three and a quarter i gave this three i thought it was okay wheeler was a shining light of of the match but overall it was like eh i um, i I literally just watched it, and the suplexes they tried on Homicide were ugly as shit. How did that come uh, Terrible. <laughs> like, terrible. It looked like he was trying to, to heave a sack of trash into a dumpster and miss the dumpster every time. Yeah, and I think... Side, I was like, what the hell? I think Homicide was a uh, sack of potatoes in him. <laughs> and it was it was Tom Waller, so it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, before I continue, I just wanted to get a quick uh, idea of the live atmosphere. So this was at the Palladium Theater, r- literally right outside of Times Square. You know, a block away is the old WWE New York. That's how close this thing is to the really the center city of Manhattan. Um, it's about a 400. It, it says 250 to 300 for uh, like musical events. Um with the way they set it up, it was probably around 400 people. You had the, the ring in the middle of the floor. People came off the stage into the, the ring. Um, production was in the back and up on the side of the, the arenas. We were kind of in the back on the lower end uh, underneath the mezzanine. Uh, so it was even we were so I don't want to say so far back because it was not that far back. We were probably one of the last rows, but it's such an intimate venue in there that even that was a good seat for me. So it it was really intimate for a show like this. I did not expect this to be as small as it was. So I I was shocked when we actually got in there. Um, A couple of friends of ours, uh, friends of the show, uh, Billy um, of uh, GoPro Wrestling um, helped shoot the show. So that's a, a, a cool thing. So we were talking about different things while the show was going on as well. Um, So after this match, we get a promo with Clark Connors in the back going, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then we turn to see (laughs) Ken fucking Shamrock in 2022. Uh, What the fuck? Seriously? So, of course, here we go. Next match, Minoru Suzuki versus Clark Connors with fucking Ken Shamrock in his corner. Um, 1550, Clark obviously loses. The normal spots there, um, you know, Suzuki being murder grandpa. He murdered grandpa's Connors. Um, the first chop that Connor throws on Suzuki is kind of light. And you could tell it was kind of light. 
and Minoru Suzuki just fucking punishes him for the next 15 minutes afterwards. Well, I swear funny, to God. The funny thing is, is that I was watching it and it looked like Minoru was having trouble selling it. It was so soft. Yes, you, you are correct. I was just like, it just looks forced. <laughs> the later ones were okay, uh, but the oh, first like first. one or two of them. And yeah, those look great. But man, the, the ones right here in the, in the corner, it's like he was making it look like it hurt. Now, like, it was bad looking. Yeah. Shamrock doesn't get involved in the match. They do an homage to him by dueling ankle locks. Um, Suzuki beats him with the, the sleeper to put him out, and then Gotch style pile driver, which is such a. I don't like how he does it, but whatever. Um, it was a very strong style match. Three and a half stars. Poor Connor's nipples. Um, but they're even there anymore. I think here's the honest reality. People were so happy to see Minoru Suzuki that it could have been anybody in that ring and they would have popped for anything. And Minoru's so good at what he does that he would have gotten a three and a half star match if it was Connors or any other LA Dojo kid or even somebody that was in the mid card of AEW. Even you throw Eddie Kingston in there, or you throw uh, oh, no. him. It would have been a better match than those two. It might have been, but I'm just saying that it it didn't matter who was there. It, yeah, no, everyone was going to pop for it. Um, Post match, Ken gets in the ring. They jaw jack and then they hug and they all ride off into the sunset because why the fuck not. Um, one of the things that I do want to point put out is that after the show of all people to have doing meet and greets, it was only Ken Shamrock, $30 for photo, you know, the, the normal, the eight by 10 photo, get the fuck out of here type thing. Nobody was there. Nobody came over and they tried so hard. There's only 30 spots available. Come on over. That's it. Next time they do announcement, there's only 50 spots available. Right. <laughs> right. And that's exactly what was happening, too. Nobody was coming over. And, and with all due respect to Ken Shamrock, at a New Japan show, he's not a draw. Oh, hell no. no. You put Okada there, oh, my God, people would be lined up around the corner. You put Suzuki there, lined up around the corner. You put Shota there, you might even get a, a yeah, bunch of people. put Japanese there, you're around yeah. the corner. Why would you put fucking Ken Shamrock there? Whatever. Um, SWA World Championship match, Mayu Iwatami versus Kylan King. 2,000 stars. Was it really? It, it was, I'm, watch, I'm watching it now. and it's, I'm just... it's good. It's not great. It's Kylan, Kylan's very sloppy, but I'm not sure if it's the height differential that's got it. It's her. There's height differential here. It's her. Um, but the problem is that Kylan's worked with Mayu before, and she's worked a lot of other stardom wrestlers before. So she was kind of like the default person they were going to put it with my Mayu, really. Um, it was a good way to spotlight Mayu in the U.S. at a New Japan show. It, it is what it is. I mean, I can't really say much more than that. Anything else is going to be looked at as you fucking Mark, which is true, but I don't care. Fucking one, Mark. one of the major reasons why I went to this show was because of Mayu Iwatami. So 
<laughs> I, what can I say? So, yeah, that that, that just high differential is causing Iwatami issues. When she went to try to put the Nelson on her, oh, that was nice. Hit. Yeah, and that's what you're going to hear. This was nice. This was nice. This is, didn't look good. And you're going to be keep saying that all the way through that match. Then um, I literally have the past three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the 2022 King of Pro Wrestling Championship. Oh my God! This, you you had to have been following it. It's been it, it's been it's been a shtick since um, before uh, the Declaration of Power. Yep, it, it's going way back, and and, and he won the, the match at Declaration of Power where he had where he was basically Takagi was his daddy, and he had to act like, and then it finally got to the point where he got tired of him, broke. Uh, the trophy and then Takagi put it back together and they went back at it again. It's just been back and forth, back and forth. It, it's funny. It's for the humor of it, but it's not for the wrestling. You know, Takagi and Alphantasmo can go. Mm-hmm. But in this storyline, there's been decent wrestling, but it's been more of the common comedy comedic factor. You saw almost none of that in this match. Um I haven't gotten to it yet. I've read about it though. Uh, so it was a it was a seven main event. It was the second last match. Um, it was a New York City street fight, which, as Fat Man will tell you, that means no blood. Okay. Um, Shingo beats El Fantasmo twenty minutes fifty nine seconds. With ninety eight um, driver. Yeah, a lot of strange spots. Um, El Fantasmo almost dies by jumping off a ladder and. But oh, so uh, uh, Okada versus uh, Kenta. Or yeah. no, it was Tanahashi versus Kenta. Tanahashi. It was Tanahashi, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a PG street fight. Whatever. It, it was okay, whatever. Um, like two and a half stars. I'm still upset that they would take those two talents. Say it. It was an okay match for a house show. Thank you. Uh, that they would take those two talents and, and do that to it. Well, they're not doing anything else. Might as well. Well, have a real wrestling match. They they show it all. They show it all off on uh in Japan. I mean, the, this entire match was a this entire show was a house show. Effectively, might have been on Fight TV, but it was a house show. Well, technically, yeah, you're correct. I mean, which is evidenced by the main event, Bullet <laughs> Club: Jay White, Juice Robinson versus Kazuchika Okada and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> one of these names is not like the other and as much as i love eddie kingston he was treated as the redheaded stepchild of this entire match yeah. and o- okada's the name that's not like the others right <laughs> you're 100 right i mean you're not wrong um but obvious booking is obvious Kingston was there to take the pin. They wanted to keep the the you know the heels strong because obviously Okada's going over in in Russell um, Kingdom. In Russell Kingdom. So yeah. Um well, everyone was there to see Okada and everyone was there to see Jay White. And the last well, Jay White New York was a G1 climax and they wrestled Okada. Mm-hmm. There they, for them. Everyone was the the sh- the main event, they were insane. 
every move was, well, my God, blah, 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 blah. You know, but the match wasn't that good. It was. When you put, when you put Okada and Jay White in a match, it's going to be great. But when you add Robinson in and Eddie Kingston in, you're taking away big time. Well, the problem is that most of the time Okada wasn't in the match because Eddie Kingston was playing the baby face in peril, which to be fair, that's exactly how that should happen. But that also means that you're not getting the payoff of Okada and Jay White in the match all that much. So it is what it is. It, it is literally a house show main event at a house show. So be it. All in all, um, I liked the show. Um, you can never take away the fact that I got to see Stardom uh, talent live. I will never forget that. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Okada live till Friday night. Oh, really? Every time that New Japan did a crossover promotion that we went to, he wasn't there. Um, they brought in other people. I think we've seen Tanahashi, but never Okada. Um, it was. Y'all didn't go to the second uh, um, WrestleMania in New York. Right. Or, that's right. Because the G1 Supercard was that night, and Okada and um, Jay White was the main event. Yes. And we didn't go to that because we, we, we're thinking, well, we'll just wait till the following year with. Um, in, uh, there's Tampa. Just, it, yeah, wasn't it Tampa? Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it? It was uh, Tampa mm-hmm. next year, and then COVID. Oh, for, yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, uh, the the show okay. It was an okay show for house show, but I got to see Suzuki. I got to see Okada. I got to see Mayu, obviously. The reasons why I went were great, and I loved it. I have a friend of mine. She went uh, both nights, and she followed Stardom big time, and uh, she she enjoyed it. Good. And and to see uh, Maya Iwatami live was just it made her a trip to New York worth it. And she was from Virginia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a. Fucking, yeah. But she goes. She's been following NJPW her whole tour in America. She went to Nashville. She went to Charlotte. She's been following them all around. She's a big um, Desperado fan. Oh, biggest heel of the night? New Japan Pro Wrestling when they announced they were coming back to San Diego. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to hear that. Huge, huge fucking booth. Well, I was reading today that... Well... <laughs> I understand it's on Fight TV, but why would you make that announcement right <laughs> in New York? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, originally, they were supposed to have NJPW supposed to come back in 2020 in Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. and then they had to cancel it because of COVID, of course. But uh, that they were slated to return back to Madison Square Garden after the success of the G1 Supercard. And by the way, that place... That uh, night, Madison Square Garden was pretty much close to sold out. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so surprised when I figured out that this place was like a 500 seat arena. I was like, "Really?" Yeah, it's definitely like it's like putting Metallica in, in in a dive bar. Yeah, but you can also make sure that the tickets up front, which were at one point like two hundred and fifty dollars to get like front row, second row, two nights before the show. You could get back seat, like way back, way in up, 
for eleven dollars. Yeah, I mean that, that's how that goes easily. <laughs> Had I known that, I would have fucking been there. Now, now, like shit. <laughs> Scalpers lost their ass on that show, which is great. Um, news and rumors. I stick with NJPW. Uh, you kind of alluded to with Carl Anderson. NJPW canceled the never opening title match, but they never stripped Anderson of the title. Because it's happening in Tokyo King, yeah. or Red Kingdom. Yeah. It was just interesting. Mm-hmm. Just like, hmm, it's a work. Billy um, Corgan made some interesting statements about the NWA saying that he had talks with Triple H about possibly getting the NWA on WWE Network. Mm-hmm. He said it didn't go anywhere, and that's fine. Very, very good discussions. Very open and cool. Uh, they currently they currently like what I'm trying to do, and they've always been cool about what I'm doing with the NWA. So I, I'm, I remain optimistic going into the future that there might be some business there to do. He also mentioned about possibly being developmental brand for certain wrestlers who are struggling on for TV time. There might be an epidemic. Ep- there might be economic models where they say, take these 10 wrestlers, let us have an, an oversight position. You can help develop these talents. It'd be good for the NWA, it'd be good for WWE. There's, there's a lot of opportunities there. I would say the same thing as it pertains to AEW. AEW is a tremendous amount of talent under contract. Not everybody's able to be on the main shows. There might be opportunities where they might want to send these people on a developmental level. You know what that reeks of? And Billy Corton's smart enough to know this is that it's Desper- what's that? Desperation? No, <laughs> no. Gabe Sapolsky and Evolve. That's exactly what they were doing with Evolve. I see it working better with AEW than WWE. Well, how about this? I see AEW be more open to it than WWE. Not better. Never say never in this fucking climate is all I'll say right. that and just leave it at that. Uh, WWE released uh, five NXT talents. Uh, Bo, Bo Heed Hay, uh, Hayward. He was part of Chase University. Uh, Sloan Jacobs, Erica Yan, De, De, De Mark, DeMarcus Griffins, and uh, Fang Rue. <laughs> Never heard of. I've heard of Sloan Jacobs, and I've heard of the other the the Bahi Mayward, but the other ones I haven't heard of. I don't watch the product, so yeah. Um, hey, Sleazy, you want to talk about how Dave Monster got worked? <laughs> yeah. Speaking uh, of streaming deals, did you hear about uh, GCW's new streaming deal with WWE? Oh yeah, I heard about it, bro. Yeah, you hear about it? I heard about yeah. it, bro. Did you hear about this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big deal. Dave Meltzer, first on the carpet. They got to be working together. GCW, WWE, that's it. GCW has inked a new deal with Fight TV to be on their Fight Plus app, or like their subscription service. Their they're streaming service. Their yeah. live events, which means and their full library. Yes. Are going so to fight. The entire library from day one is going on to Fight TV. Uh Fight Plus subscription option. It's four ninety nine a month. Um, maybe this is the time if you want to check out GCW and you don't have an absolute hatred of Nick Gage. 
this is probably a, a great time to go check out their library. So um, that excludes me. That Batman, excludes Batman. Batman. Go take a jersey. But the biggest joke about all of this was that this this was always in the works. This was net. This there was no talks with WWE, WWE, despite what Dave Meltzer had said. He got fully worked by Joey Janela and pretty much everyone who um, talked jokingly about how Monday nights were their favorite night for wrestling. Um, it is the biggest fucking joke uh, in the world, in my opinion. I think it's the funniest thing in the world because once again, Dave Meltzer, and of course, no one will say anything about this to Dave or anywhere near his fucking Twitter because they'll get immediately blocked. Um, just like fat man over here. But yeah, it's like you fucking idiot. Of course they're not working together. Dumbasses. Um, the reason why Carmela has been off TV is because she had an atopic pregnancy and miscarried. Yep. That's kind of heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It is. And me and Kim were talking about that last night uh, because we're talking about, I don't know, I don't know how we got on the topic. Uh, oh, wow, we got trick or treat outside our house last night. <laughs> we were in various topics the whole time. They got no one was there at the time. We started talking about miscarriages. And, um, Oh, one of her coworkers had had a bunch, and that's what brought it up. And I told her that um, Carmella had had one, and that's that that's rough for her and Corey just being married and then having that happen. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you watch the product, you know that Emma's back with WWE. She signed it wasn't a one-off. She signed a full-term five-year contract. This well, is according I- to Emma herself. Okay, so here's my question: Is when is Emmalina coming? Uh, let's get that. Chelsea Green's rumored to be back with WWE anytime now. I'm take that with a grain of salt, especially when Matt Cardona says that he has no interest in going back. Um, as Zach Ryder, well, he said, Zach yeah, Ryder. I was gonna say Zach Ryder's dead, he's made yeah. that very clear, yeah. But he but, didn't, he didn't refute that he wouldn't go back to WWE, yeah. In fact, he's he's openly said that he would absolutely go back to WWE, yep. I said he has no interest to go back to WWE as Zack Ryder. Right. Uh, I'm just making, so, I'm making it clear. The Raider, Batman. Hmm. So if he doesn't go back as Zack Ryder and goes back as Matt Cardona, would you be okay with that? Because I know you hate Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder can't work, but Matt Cardona can. It's, okay. like, it's like saying, and it's so weird to say that, but it's like saying, Terry Blade doesn't have a big dick, but Hulk Hogan does, you know, like <laughs> in a stupid Gawker lock suit. But, <laughs> but it's it's kind of true with me. Like Zack Ryder, he was more about a character than he was about in ring work. And Matt Cardona a lot of people who that. didn't really he's himself. He doesn't have to really worry about a character. He can focus on the in-ring work and he's gotten so much better. That's the difference. I agree. He, I, he lets, lets the New York come out of him more, the Long Island come out. And that that attitude is perfect for Matt Cardona. And it allows him to focus. Since it's natural to him, it allows him to focus more on the wrestling, which has been great since he left WWE. There's, there's another parallel you can make here. Stardust. Um, oh, there you go. And... Fat man has heard me say this so many times. It's it's old hat now, 
what is the best gimmick for anybody? Yourself turned up to 11 and that's mm-hmm. Cardona. Mm-hmm. So, and that's Cody Rhodes too, for that matter. So. Uh, the Rado kid had emergency surgery to repair a ruptured intestine. Jesus. He Damn. got it in a match uh, in AAA with El Hero de Vikingo or whatever. I don't know. I know who he is. I just can't pronounce the name because I don't speak Japanese. Where's fucking uh, Bruce Pritchard? Right. Um, James got married. Cool. So I got two two more things. They're kind of like discussion topics. Um, There is a WWE wrestler who's going to Japan in November and it's not Carl Anderson. Yeah. Nakamura is going to face the great Muda in Noah at the uh, at Budokan Hall. Um, first 2023. Yep. Um, this is great. <laughs> um, this is great. This is great. <laughs> yes. So I said, you guys mentioned in the chat, and I said I was going to discuss it here. And I know Nakamura is pumped. And they apparently have been in negotiations for months about this. And it was under Vince's regime and they finally got approved last week. And I don't buy that. Um, Well, yeah, I kind of buy it, but I think if this was anybody else, but Muda, they would not let him do it. I think triple H has that much respect for Muda as it being his retirement tour. And it's one and Muda requested it that I think triple H is like, go for it. Well, I also read that Triple H, for very few, there are few that he's allowing to go out and do different things. Uh, only like a handful. And yes, you're right. I think since uh, Muda, it, it was at Muda, and uh, so Triple H granted without it. I just love Kevin Owens' tweet on that. Goosebumps. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, I think this gives credence to what I had said last week about Carl going to Wrestle Kingdom. I think this, this gives more of a possibility of that actually happening. Um, as for the match itself, you're, I think you're spot on. If it was anybody else other than Muda or some major, like it has to be like right out here. You know, like Okada's decided he's stepping down and you have Tanahashi in your roster type of thing. That Or Shibata decides he's going to do one last match and you've got Nakamura on your your show. Um, I think Triple H has enough respect to the business to know that that is such a, not just a money-making match, but a historic match that, how could you say no to that? And honor as well. Yeah, it's an absolute honor for Nock. It's an absolute honor for for somebody like Muda to go to the WWE and say, "Please, can I have this guy?" You know it, that that's just amazing, and it's even more amazing that Triple H was open to do business with it. Okay, so our our last thing is is that I've hearing rumors that Bunny the Bank, the pay per view, they're getting rid of it and they're putting. Money in the Bank back to WrestleMania. One night will be a woman's Money in the Bank match. The next night will be the men's one or vice versa or whatever. Okay. What do you think about that? 
I think it's a good idea, especially if you're trying to phase out the uh, gimmick pay-per-views like they're talking about. That's a way to do it. I think it's a horrible idea. Why? I was like, you ever heard of that? WrestleMania draws itself. You don't need the Money in the Bank match to do that. And Money in the Bank has arguably become the third, fourth biggest event of your year. Why would you get rid of it? But again, he said he's getting rid of a lot of these gimmick pay-per-views. Well, I understand that, but Money in the Bank serves a purpose. How in the Cell is this like, here's a How in the Cell. Oh, look, we're just going to have a random How in the Cell match because it's How in the Cell. Money in the Bank. Are keeping Elimination Chamber, so. Money in the Bank kind of serves a, is a big thing. It's like the Rumble. You know, a winner gets something. Correct. So that's different than just having a a Holland Cell match just to have a Holland Cell match because it's a Holland Cell paper. I think it's dumb if they did it, to be honest. Okay, here's something you won't hear all that often these days. Fat Man is 100% correct here. I'm um, always 100% correct. So I understand what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, but I don't usually it. admit it, okay? <laughs> so get the fuck off your horse. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a chair. Oh, shit. Well, I just saw black, so I assumed it was a horse. That was my dick. Oh, okay. OnlyFans. <laughs> WrestlingShow.com or OnlyFans.com slash WrestlingShow. Uh, no, uh one of the biggest reasons why the Royal Rumble is a draw is because it is the question of who's going to win the Rumble, who's going to get that guaranteed title shot, who's going to get that feeling of, oh my God, no one would have predicted that. That's exactly what Money in the Bank does. And to get rid of a pay-per-view that's based off of that is absolutely ridiculously dumb. Um, I understand getting rid of extreme rules. I understand getting rid of uh, Hell in a Cell and, and all these fucking gimmick, like gimmick in a pay-per-view matches, Elimination Chamber. I get rid of all of them. You wanted the storyline to reflect the match, not ha- build the storyline based on the fact that, oh yeah, we got Elimination Chamber coming up. I guess we better put something together for that. Hold on, before I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sorry. But I find it kind of funny that Triple H wants to give all these gimmick batches, but yeah, he announces war games. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's also kind of, although Which, to be fair, they're not calling war games, war games. They're calling it survivor series that has war games matches on them. Yep. They're so calling I'm, it survivor series war games. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just a, saying it's a subtitle. Yes. I'm just saying like, we're getting You're all these gimmick wrong. matches. Here's, here's one. <laughs> yeah. Has like, it been on the main roster? Addition by subtraction. <laughs> yeah. But you can say that it doesn't have to happen every Survivor Series. Right. He's just saying it's happening this Survivor Series. And, and, and it, I guess that's the kind of the point is that you're announcing the cool, amazing structure or the cool, amazing match type to finish a feud, not, oh, well, I guess we're going to do a TLC match because TLC is in December, you know, type of thing. Um, but doing that to Money in the Bank would be a huge mistake, in my opinion. So. Mm-hmm. Say. Wow. Yep. Cool, Chip. Put yourself over. 
All right, you can catch me in Fat Man tomorrow night. And uh, yeah, evidently, uh, we've we got some bones to pick with uh, some college football playoff announcements. Uh, but anyway, we'll see that tomorrow night for the best darn sports show, period two, which you can find on Twitch and Facebook Live. You can find me talking in JPW and all the sports stuff on Twitter at the Sports Guru 728. And who knows, maybe it's time for TWS Mark to make his way back. Mm, interesting. You never should have left. <laughs> Can't say you're wrong. Um, Ryan's not here, so fuck him. But uh, fuck Ryan Buck Gotch on TikTok and uh, r slash the wrestling show on Reddit. Um, all of our articles cross posts to Reddit. If you if you don't like looking at a regular website, you can read them on Reddit. Um, website. <laughs> Yes, the website. Yeah, about that. We'll talk about that shortly. I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And we are Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there. Give us a like. Um, subscribe to our you know, social media pieces. Uh, videos you can find on twitch.tv slash Sleazy and the Fat Man, youtube.com slash Sleazy and the Fat Man, and premium videos on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. Uh, Please subscribe, follow us on Twitch, subscribe to us on Twitch, subscribe on um, YouTube, uh, push the little up bear, uh, bell there for notifications and whatnot so that you guys get notified when we put out new content. We will have video content and also our podcast will pro, uh, be put on there as well if you like that as a uh, piece of uh, way to find our show. Um, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcasts, including spot, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. So let's really quickly talk about that. So for the last four years, we've been a part of the Gear Network. And JC Money, John Cimino, or whoever, how you know him, the professional uh, wrestler slash podcast host slash the owner of gear network and us decided to, to get together and we decided to partner with them four years ago. And they started doing our, um, like our merchandise, not merchandising, but like sharing our shows and whatnot and basically partnering with them. Um, so as of November 19th, um, we are ending that partnership. And it's not anything like bad or some weird, you know, crazy thing that's happening. Uh, we're just deciding that we're going to go back out on our own. And we have actually inked a deal with Podbean. Um, our shows will be distributed through Podbean. Um, you'll still see a lot of the same content. Um, you'll see everything that you see here will be the same. Um, the only difference is that we're using Podbean as our main driver for pushing out our show. So there will be a new Spotify, um, uh, Spotify like uh, page that you'll need to go to if you want to listen to our show there. Uh, same with Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, it, basically all the, the major platforms will be switching over to this new show. You could still get our show at wherever you get it here. You know, we'll always send out the links. We have a link tree that we'll be putting out in the chat soon. Um, hear it on the uh, Twitch platform and it'll be in the liner notes as well in um, 
the uh, uh, podcast platforms for everybody else. So with that, I just want to personally say legitimately from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to Gear Network. Thank you to JC Money for betting on us when we were kind of, there was, there was a point where we were thinking about ending the show and their partnership helped us get ourselves back up, get ourselves in the mindset. And now we're doing this back on our own again because of that. So we have nothing but high praises about with the gear network and nothing but thank yous for them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, John, for uh, um, everything you've done. And again, we nothing bad. We hope to probably maybe have you on sometime soon. Um, yeah, that's really all I can say, but just say thank you. Yeah. So on that note, with thanks to Chip, a fuck you to Ryan, and as always, for Sleazy. The fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. We did not say that. Yeah, we didn't, despite me talking about him. I did. <laughs> oh, Chip did. Yeah, Chip did. Once. Well, no one listens to him. So fuck Dave Meltzer. Oof. Fuck Kenny Omega. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's on a sandwich. A sub is on a sandwich. And again, you can find my articles, wrestlingshow.com. Clipping your gun